Hello, uh, welcome to this slightly different uh, podcast. Um, this week, this week, this time rather, I am joined by Lucy Blundell, who made the very interesting One Night Stand game that was released on Steam earlier this month or last month. Uh, we put a review of it up on the site, and I thought, what better way to explore the game more than to pick the brain of the developer herself? And here she is today. Hello, uh, thank you for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, so first of all, uh, could you just tell me a bit about your background, kind of what brought you to the point where you're at now? Yeah, um, it's been quite a journey, really. Like, like ever since I was a kid, um, I've always wanted to create a story of my own and, and get it out there. Um, I just wasn't sure if it would be a video game. Like, I thought it might be a comic or an animation or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so... I like I followed um, like art and design like through college and and then I got a job as a graphic designer um, at Chilingo who are part of Electronic Arts and I was there for about five years uh, before I thought like oh well I'll go indie because um, going indie seemed like quite a big risk um, you know I I didn't really have any programming knowledge like i'd only really done html and css before so like it just it felt like such a risk um to kind of code the game myself and <coughs> excuse me like originally um i thought maybe I'd, I'd use a programmer to help me but i never really found anyone um to do it with so um i kind of like self-taught um, in the last year, like I was working at Chilingo, kind of self-taught how to do a bit of Python and, and how to use RemPy, oh, cool. uh, which is the visual novel engine. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like working as an indie, it kind of it kind of fits me because I kind of picked up programming quite well. Um, like my brother's a programmer, so he's helped me out a bit. Oh, and cool. um, I don't know, I've always been kind of good at doing too many things and, and not really focusing on like one particular thing like it certainly suits me much more than like triple a does yeah uh, i think yeah cool uh, just out of curiosity while you were at chilling what projects did you work on um oh gosh it worked on so many like um like because I, I was there for five years and, and the first few years they they published like it was like one or two games a week so wow it's like hundreds of titles. Um, I worked on a little bit on Angry Birds and Cut the Rope. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, like it was mainly like uh, screenshots. Um, they had this in-game kind of social network at the time. This is before like Apple had uh, the Game Center and and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I I kind of skinned that to make it match the game. Um, and there was there was also like Contra Jour and ET. There was a, like a freemium game of that um, a few years ago. Um, Iron Force, uh, which is like a popular kind of tank game. Um, Parking Mania, uh, a Heat a Man game as well. Like oh, there's just there's, there's just loads. so many. Wow, no, yeah, it sounds really it just cool. Just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, a big list of really interesting stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Cool. So, is is indie developing now your sort of like full time day job, or what do you? How do you work out what? How do you organize your time? I suppose between 
indie devving and other stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is my full time thing because um, you know, being at Electronic Arts, it's like you can't really make games on the side. So yeah, um, I I I quit to kind of focus on it, and I think like for me that that works best because. I've tried to do projects like on the side in the past, and I, I never really get enough time to spend on them. So um, it's really good to like develop full time. I've been doing it now for just nearly two years. I started in January two thousand fifteen. Oh, cool! Um, and I, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's, it's really good. Awesome. Um, no, that's really cool. Uh, so um, talk a bit about your more about your background. What sort of what games did you play when you were younger? That sort of have influenced sort of your indie dev styles mm. or person in general. Um, that's a it's a good question. Like, there's so so many games. Like, I remember I think like the first game I ever played was was Lemmings. I think, um, on like the Amiga. Oh right. Cool. And um, yeah, like it's it's a bit like Tetris for me. Like you can still kind of go back to it. Yeah. And yeah. And you still like I don't know. It's just perfect. Like even the music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you mean. I um, I started playing Lemmings Touch on my Vita uh, a okay. couple of days ago, and it's sort of like it feels. It's like it's it's the same sort of game, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it has like this, the heart of like the original Lemmings. It doesn't. It yeah. you know you're doing the similar things. It just doesn't feel the same. I think it's yeah. maybe like the, the sort of more pop artiness of it. There's something was something about classic Lemmings that was it was just sort of timelessly done. It, yeah, but yeah, Lemmings is is a good game. I I I think I tried like not not that one, but a newer Lemmings mm. like years ago, and it just it doesn't feel the same when they're not little pixel no sprites. I don't know why. I, I just I'm a bit of a retro gamer at heart. I think. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I think that was the first time I was really engrossed in a game, and I couldn't really, like, get off them. Yeah. Um, I must have been about like five, or th- well, maybe four even. I, I can't really remember. Um, but yeah. Um, God, there's so many, so many games uh, <laughs> that have inspired me. Like, ev- ev- even last night, I was playing. Um, Final Fantasy 15 and I don't want to spoil any anything because it's a bit further in the game but something happens uh, to one of the characters and um, it just really hit me like in the feels like I, you know I didn't expect much from Final Fantasy 15 but it's just I don't know like it's it surprised me really and and it's nice to you know still get surprised in in video games I think yeah no, I know what you mean it, sometimes they kind of feel a bit too safe, don't they? They don't always have those sort of yeah, big twists yeah. that you don't see coming at all, or yeah, really and go for the nice, emotions. It's nice to see it in sort of a triple A game, like them taking a little bit of a risk or, or doing something a bit new or different and and innovating. Because I feel like now you you only really see it in in a lot of indie games and yeah, and less so triple A. So. It, it was really cool to see, I think. Cool, cool. Um, so, apart from gaming, what do you do in your sort of spare time? What sort of things do you get up to? Um, okay, so for, <laughs> for me, it is, it is mainly gaming. Like, I'm, I'm quite <laughs> a, a big geek. Yeah. Uh, but 
No, I, I watch um, a lot of, of anime. Mm. Um, uh, and I draw, I still draw a lot. Yeah. Um, maybe not as much as I used to when I was younger, but um, yeah. Um, I also like uh, traveling and um, going to Japan is, uh, I've been there three times and I, I just love it to bits. Like, I'm already trying to plan my next trip over there. Yeah. <laughs> my next excuse to. Uh, I've never to been. I always mean to. Oh. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, um, I mean, especially if you like anime and Japanese games, mm. like they're just everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's it's really like ingrained in the culture, and and there's lots of other things I like as well, like um, sort of the shrines and uh, the temples and the countryside and and just the sort of Japanese people's like hospitality and it's it's very friendly, lovely place. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah um and and yeah i guess like reading manga as well like <laughs> anything like that I, I i love it cool cool i meant to ask before what brought you to germany in the first place because you're originally from uk aren't you yeah, yeah. Uh, was it um, with to work with ea is that where you moved to germany or was there something else no um so my boyfriend um works here oh right, um, okay. well he got a job here and um he works at nintendo now oh that's cool yeah so um so yeah, I just made that kind of committed uh, leap, <laughs> and uh, I always kind of fancied um, moving abroad and seeing what it's like in another sort of culture and everything. So yeah, no, that's that's cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. The, um, yeah, we thought about <laughs> moving to, especially after the year we, the, the UK just had <laughs> about moving yeah. to a different country. So uh, <laughs> it's nice to know it's nice. <laughs> yeah. I have to ad admit, since everything that's kind of happened, it's like, I'm kind of glad I'm not in the UK. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 2016. Uh, good grief. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not been good. No. I mean, we I visited just last week, actually, um, just kind of before Christmas. And, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it just seems like a strange kind of country now. It feels quite divided when I go back. Mm. It's It's quite sad. It is a bit, yeah. That's, mm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> on to more upbeat topics. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I was uh, browsing your site uh, before, and the the name Kinmoku come, came up, yes. and I didn't quite know where it went to, where it sort of came from, or what it meant, or mm. anything. Did I pronounce it right as well? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good. <laughs> um. So yeah, it it's another geeky. God, I'm going to look like such geek. <laughs> it's uh, the name of a planet in Sailor Moon, which is an anime and manga that I loved from like my teenage years. Um, and it's where it's the planet where the Sailor Starlights come from, which are some of my favorite characters. Okay. Um, cool. So yeah, I mean it's it's just a it's just a name that kind of stuck. Yeah. Uh, and I when I got into World of Warcraft. Um, like you know how it is like loads of names are taken and and you don't really want a name that's got a load of numbers after it yeah so. you mean. and like i keep going through everything and and kimoku was always a name that was available on like any server so I'm yeah like, oh that's great so i'll go with that and it just kind of stuck and yeah. like i had it for my um shadow priest which is quite a a good 
name because it, it literally translates to like uh, kin means gold mm. and moku means uh, fog or smoke in Japanese um, which kind of it, it fit a shadow priest pretty well I thought no, it does um, so yes it's, yeah. <laughs> a, a, geeky, a geeky thing uh, um, it's fine it's, it's nice but, when you get like a name like that that you can just use everywhere that no yeah, one else has yeah. taken yeah, um, almost, almost everywhere. I think it was taken on Steam, all on Twitter as well. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I do have Close. to put a number after it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, the the name I use for most things is uh, Neo Dominion, and okay. it came from A level chemistry where my chemistry teacher was really struggling to say Neo Diamond, which is the use in some light bulbs and stuff, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it came from that. And it was about, I think it was about five, the whole lesson he'd say it differently. And he kept calling it Neo Dominion and uh, continuously. And <laughs> for like the entire thing, and then there'd just be the entire year, just be, just be references to him having oh. massive speech impediment <laughs> about that one word. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I've been quite lucky that that sort of stuck. And I've never found anywhere that's not already had it. And if it that's, somewhere already does have it, I'm always like, oh, I must have an account here already. Yeah, I've just yeah, it must forgotten. Be me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite handy. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, moving on to your game, One Night Stand, uh, which yes. for people who don't know, do you want to give them a brief outline of it? Yeah, so um, it's a game where you play as a guy and you wake up and you're hungover and you don't remember anything from the night before. Uh, and then you wake up and you realise, this isn't my bed, this isn't my room, whoa, who is this sleeping next to me? Who is this strange lady? And it's about kind of looking around and trying to find clues as to how you got there and who she is. And and that's that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's a, I think it, I found it a really interesting sort of take on lots of social experiences that you maybe not necessarily have on a one night stand but just have in awkward situations of like don't really know what to do so you kind of muddle through a bit um, yeah exactly which I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and um, one of the things I really wanted to ask you was kind of where the inspiration behind a lot that came from because I never really played anything that I play games that tackle sort of, sort of social aspects but never mm. quite so directly and quite on key because there, there were a lot of moments where <laughs> i'd decide if the option would be something that i a, either have done and it's gone horribly <laughs> wrong because i've done that or or be in retrospect gone yeah I should have done that that would have that would have not been rubbish <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah i uh, just yeah. wondered um yeah it's it's funny so it, it started off as just a small idea really like I was planning on doing um, Nana Reno Game Jam, which is the visual novel Game Jam in March. Mm. And because I'd missed it the year before and it was really good. So coming up to March, I was trying to think of, of game ideas and I was having quite a few, like almost one a day. And I was going into town like on a Saturday and there was a guy sat opposite me on the tram and he just looked really like hungover and feeling sorry for himself and it just got me wondering like I wonder what that guy's story is yeah and and you know for some reason jumped straight to oh he must have had a one night stand <laughs> <laughs> and um 
but I don't know, like he could have, it could have been a bad experience, you know, he could have been like really upset or maybe he had a great time. I, I'm not sure, but it made me think like, oh, there's loads of like possibilities here and you know, there's, there's a lot of emotion involved. So I thought like, well, I don't think I've seen that being done before. So maybe I'll, I'll run with that. And um, yeah, it just seemed like a very interesting subject and, um, you know, quite socially awkward, which uh, is something I feel I relate to quite a lot sometimes. Uh, but it's also like a bit of a taboo topic as well. And, you know, not many people talk about it. So, you know, why not talk about it? Why not make a game about it? Yeah, no, absolutely. That was one of the things that really stood out to me as well. It's like, this is often a topic that's sort of brushed under the rug, sort of like, uh, yeah. people don't sort of frown upon in sort of in inverted commas here, like polite conversation. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and it, but it's still a, a conversation to be had, I think. Yeah, so. exactly. So, um, do you think that sort of people who've played One Night Stand and sort of experienced it, this might make them are open about those sort of things in the future so yeah i um i think so like i've had um a few people say that to me um like already on steam there's uh you know comments and discussions about this kind of thing you know it's opening up a, a dialogue at least um but yeah there was this like one particular guy who had a he said he had a really bad one night stand experience just once in his life and he said that he didn't really want to play the game but he felt intrigued so he got it and he said it really helped him like it really like you know see the whole experience that he had in a different light you know he felt less guilty and ashamed about it and it just it felt really good to like get an email like that yeah um, you know i i think like if only it was a bit more open maybe he wouldn't have felt so bad about it all this time you know yeah no, that's really nice that is yeah. because um people who don't know that one night stand has 12 endings is that right uh yes yeah so 12 different endings that and they are very different um so you this one's where you can end up being kicked out naked <laughs> or like end up <laughs> yeah. being friends so um they're kicking they really vary um what which which ending felt like the most sort of natural or easiest one to put in um, that makes sense yeah um to be honest apart from the silly ones most of them right um so like kind of the friend endings and even the one where she kicks you out because you've kind of um you know you've taken a photo or you've done something yeah she's upset about like you know that all feels very natural it's like you know um as i'm writing it um it's like well how would I feel if someone had done that to me? I'd be, you know, you try and be polite up to a certain point and then you'd be like, no, just get out. Like, I've, I've had enough. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know trying to be nice. I'm not well. And, you know, so it, it always um, felt quite natural. Like, I think that's why there's so many endings because I, I kept, like, getting ideas. Um, but, yeah, there are, like, a couple in there that are less like that, like... Um, sort of the uh, if you steal her underwear or um, if you keep like trying to escape the room with no clothes on he'll eventually run out the door naked um you know that's that's a little 
they're, they're a bit silly. I, I, I don't really see that happening, but it's nice to have a bit of comic relief with these yeah. things, I think. No, absolutely. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so which ending of all of them is kind of your, your favourite ending? Which one did you take like, all the comic ones into consideration as well? Which one is just like yeah. your favourite? I, I do actually, so there's, there's probably like three, like generally I like the happy endings, mm. like the um, the her song ending, which is the last one, uh, which I don't want to spoil in case anyone's not got it yet, um, and the true friend ending, yeah. where she kind of opens up honestly um, to you, uh, again, don't want to spoil it, uh, but yeah, like I actually think maybe it's the one where you steal her underwear because it i mean i even made it and it makes me laugh i don't know if that makes me look really silly <laughs> or what but it just it just seems so ludicrous yeah like who who would who would act like this? <laughs> yeah no i think that's probably my favorite ending as well yeah. i wasn't expecting that to be a thing that i would be able to do <laughs> yeah. and it let me and i was like Let's just see where this plot thread goes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really silly, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Um, yeah, uh, there's been like quite a large uptick in the number of visual novel esque games coming out recently. Where do you hmm. see the genre going in the future? Um, so. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not so sure. Like I have a few ideas. Like I mean, I'd love to see more animation, but I'm kind of biased like that. I love animation. Um and and on that note, like I don't know if you've heard of Live 2D. Um uh, haven't but it's actually. Oh, sorry, you have or? I haven't no. Oh, I haven't. Okay. So it's um it's where like the sprites are made. Um, as vectors so uh, you kind of have like a face that's like layered up so the eyes would be separate and the mouth would be separate and so on yeah and and then live cd kind of brings them all into a 3d space so it creates this kind of weird 2d 3d animation but it actually looks really really effective and i've seen quite a few visual novels kind of taking that up cool. um Unfortunately, Rempi doesn't support it, but I think Unity does. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's going to get more popular, I think. Um, I think, I mean, maybe VR? Like, I could see it happening maybe in Japan at some point, yeah. like a VR kind of visual novel game, um, but probably not in the West for a while. Mm. Um but I mean, one thing I have noticed is, like, narrative of visual novels is getting way more diverse. Um, you know, it, it used to start off as kind of uh, atome or, or hentai games, like, you know, very Japanese. Um, and you, you still get those, but yeah. you're starting to see, like, way more experimental stuff, like, especially if you sort of browse games on, on Itch.io, like... There's, there's like topics uh, covered, you know, about mental health or, or fantasy, um, you know, even horror visual novels with without visuals in them. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's loads of, of like topics coming up, and it's it's really nice to see. Like I hope the genre keeps expanding like that. Yeah. No. Same. Um, 
because I think that the, the visual novel genre is quite similar to, and I hate this name, but um, walking simulators are sort of a different yeah. way of experiencing it. So what you said about mm. VR could be quite interesting because a lot of those are first person anyway. So Yeah, like if you walked around a world and, and spoke to people and unraveled the story like that might be really quite cool. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of VR, is it a <laughs> VR version of One Night Stand on the cards or is that a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably not right um because it would mean i'd have to build the game quite differently like it'll have to be in 3d and that means a different engine yeah okay. um i mean i imagine that would be really immersive like if uh you know if vr really really takes off then i might be tempted to do like a one night stand sequel in vr oh that'd be cool um yeah but it's it's kind of i I think, you know, VR's really cool and I've tried it, but I'm just not 100% sure it's a financial, like, it's financially a good idea. Yeah. Um, it's still you know, very expensive, so yeah. Yeah, it's it's expensive and I've, there's not really been that one game that everyone needs to, to play and... No. You know, it's, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of an oddball, really. Like I, I'm kind of like laying low and watching what everyone else does on that. <laughs> Fair. That sounds like a good plan, to be honest. Make the other people uh, do the risks. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so, uh, what are you working on at the moment? I saw on your website that you've got another project on the go. What is it? Yeah. Um, so, originally, uh, I was making... Um, a game, a visual novel called Love IRL, which is the working title, so it's not final, um, which is inspired by kind of my time in World of Warcraft. Um, but it's such a big project, like I'd been working on it for like a year and a half and before I started One Night Stand and then One Night Stand kind of like took off and and I've kind of like had it on the back burner since. Yeah. And I've had other game ideas since, like as you do, and I just, I I don't know, because this other game is such a it's such a big project. I kind of want another shorter game like One Night Stand to kind of, it's it's more of a financial decision, but um, you know, another little game to release whilst I work on my bigger one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like so, this shorter game is um, it doesn't have a name yet. But it's going to be about um, a woman who kind of reflects on her life when she was younger. Um, I don't know if you've seen Studio Ghibli film Only Yesterday. I have, yes. Ah, okay. So a little bit inspired by that. Um, also inspired by, um, is it Beyond the Game with Ellen Page in? I think so, yes. I haven't played yeah. that, but yeah, I, re I vaguely recall the box art and stuff. Yeah, so it's a little bit like that as well, like, kind of, um, I mean, she goes through a timeline of her life, so it'll it'll be like that, but it'll still be a visual novel. Okay. Um, and yeah, it'll be quite a small idea, and the art style will be completely different, like, it won't be rotoscoped, um, and there'll be, like, more music and stuff, so, um, but it, it will be kind of similar to One Night Stand in the fact that she'll be looking... Um, at objects um, that she finds and kind of reminiscing about them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say too much because it's still early days. <laughs> okay, cool. 
do you want to tell us a little bit about um, Love IRL, is it? Which uh, appears in One Night Stand, actually, if I remember yes. correctly. Yes, it does. So, yeah, I, I played a lot of uh, World of Warcraft when I was at university. And um, I met um, a few people on there, like good friends, and ended up um, in a relationship with a couple of them. And um, yeah, it's it's just like uh, kind of me reflecting on on that time, like how um, you know, because some people see gaming as this negative thing, and and really like it was it was a great positive in my life, and um, yeah, it Love IRL will actually be um, a more traditional visual novel, like an Atome game, so you get there's like different guys that you can kind of pick to go with mm. and there's a girl as well and you play as a girl um and it just depends like who you chat to and who you find more interesting like who you'll end up meeting in real life yeah. um but yeah like it's a very big game because i want it to start from the girl playing the game for the first time and then meeting these people yeah and then kind of getting to know them and then eventually she'll she'll see them in real life um but yeah, it's it's a very uh, sort of big, um, demanding project, and I think it might be something I'll kickstart and maybe get a bit of help with later down the line. Okay, cool. So kickstart is definitely something that you'd consider doing then in the future. Yeah, I think so. Or like Indiegogo or another sort of crowdfunder. Um, I've seen it is very successful for a lot of visual novels. Um, yeah, it, because I'm doing it on my own as well. Like I, I really want Love Viral to be like the best it can be. Like it's, you know, I th I think it'll be a really fun, enjoyable, happy game, and like One Night Stand, quite kind of realistic as well. Yeah, and. I, I just, I really want it to be the best it can be. And I think Kickstarter is a great way for an indie dev to do that because you can bring in some help and I could get a composer or an editor or even a programmer to like help me make the game. And it just seems like the best solution for that, but I'm not quite ready for uh, launching a, a big Kickstarter campaign yet, I don't think. It's, um, it's quite a big commitment um, you know, not letting people down, and you really need to know what you're doing to deliver. I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. You don't want to have uh, for the project to stumble because of a few things that you hadn't thought. Of, so it's worth taking your time, considering every yeah. angle. Would yeah, you... I think so. Yeah, it's it's a lot of time as well because you know you've got the video to do and and promotion and you know it's a it's a constant thing and when it when it's just you like on your own it's you know it's going to be like a full-time thing just running the campaign so yeah um, yeah yeah I'd, I'd need to be a bit more i need to think about it a bit longer i think cool cool um would you consider doing like a, a patreon like uh kitty horror show have has one for yeah for like, that sort of thing I've, I've i mean i thought about like i created an account with the intent to like to do it but i don't know like Again, I I like to. Uh, it's a bit like um, with Kickstarter. I like to 
not have so much pressure or commitment on me like yeah I can um, get that. It, it's for me to be creative it, I, I really need to feel quite free yeah you don't um, want lots of do. deadlines put in place that yeah and with patreon i i know like um some people will do like something every month and i think it works for if you do videos or or like shorter things for a game that takes so long i don't know it you can do it like uh, donations per project but again like if a, if a game takes six months to a year like and you, you're kind of unknown. I, I don't know if anyone would really bother with it. I don't know. Again, it's like, is it going to be more hassle than it's worth? <laughs> so I don't know. You might see a Patreon from me in future, but probably more likely going to be a Kickstarter campaign or something like that. Cool. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. When that, yeah. when, that, <laughs> when, that when that pops up, it'll be interesting to see. Cool. Uh, if I have anything else I wanted to ask you, actually. Um... Uh, I have a note here um, about other ideas I had during the game jam. Oh, yes, yes. Do you, yeah. <laughs> what other like sort of rejected ideas did you have? Because I, I always find that's quite interesting to see what people... Yeah. I The thing is, I, I wish I wrote them down because I, I only remember one of them now. But, I mean, I think it sounds like quite a good idea but it, I never fully fleshed it out which is kind of why I didn't pick it um, but yeah it was this idea of you're a bartender um, in you know behind the bar mm. and these three different characters come in and you keep chatting to them and uh, the idea was one of them might be like a policeman or something and one of them might be someone who committed a crime yeah. And the other one might be a witness to that crime. Uh, but you'll hear the story from different, from, from these different perspectives. And you'll kind of, like, decide who to kind of side with on it. Um, I'd never really fleshed out what the crime might be. But, uh, again, this is kind of, <laughs> kind of why I didn't pick it, because it's like, oh, it's not a very solid concept, but I wanted to rotoscope uh, the three characters kind of like one night stand so you could tell like if they were lying or if they were being like really truthful mm. and kind of playing with um you know why they've done what they have um i mean i haven't actually played her story yet but i imagine it's what what i think that game is about yeah um because i've seen like that's like um footage of her kind of being interrogated and it's kind of like like that but you'd be hearing it um like in a bar and maybe like the guy that's done the crime would be like <clears throat> you know should i turn myself in or you know sh should i not or maybe the policeman doesn't really care yeah so it was it did seem like quite a hard story to tell but i think it might have been quite quite interesting but with it being a month-long game jam um, you know, having like three characters to rotoscope and a story that wasn't quite, you know, finished and, you know, even the costumes that the people would have to wear, it just it just didn't seem as feasible as, as One Night Stand, so I didn't go with it. But it's still like an idea that if I do fully flesh out, it's like, oh, that might be, 
That might be pretty cool at some point. It does sound interesting. That sounds. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd play that definitely. That sounds really yeah. interesting and different. So. I have. I. It's for me. Like it's the story's not final, but I can picture how it would look in my mind. So it would be kind of like a black and white kind of style, um, investigation-y kind of kind of thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that I'm definitely keeping up. That that sounds really interesting. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and your other other mini project that's yeah. not fully formed. Yeah, no. sounds really cool as well. <laughs> I'm keeping it that one close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> have you got anything else you'd like to say or talk about? Or um, I don't have any other questions. I don't think so. Okay. Um, no, I don't think so. I just uh, thank you for for playing One Night Stand and and enjoying it. I guess and reaching out. No, that's. It was great. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And, um, thank you for making cool. it. It was good. <laughs> no problem. Um, do you have like a Twitter or anything people can find you on, on your website name and stuff? Yeah, so on Twitter, uh, which is what I use the most, you can find me at kinmoku87. Um, my website is lucyblundell.com and that has links to One Night Stand where you can download it. And uh, also has my blog and uh, upcoming projects on it. Awesome. Cool. Um, cool. Thank you for joining me. And I said us, me, Lucy. Um, <laughs> it's been, been really interesting. And um, yeah, good luck with all the other games in the future. And, um, thank you. We we'll hope to <laughs> hear from you in the future about things that are happening. So yeah, awesome. Uh, I'm cool. losing all my words because <laughs> I'm getting excited now. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you very much for coming on this interviewee podcasty thing. Um, no problem, it's been great. And uh, bye. Yeah, see you. <laughs>